Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power Podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and my magical guest for today is Joelle Bantu. Born and raised in Cameroon in Central Africa, Joelle is an embodiment teacher, storyteller, mystic, dancer, and choreographer. Daughter of an African tradition and wisdom keeper, Joelle grew up in a culture where sacred movements and rituals are used to bridge the unseen and seen world, thus weaving spirit in everyday life, while storytelling is a reminder of the sacred journey that you are on. Those ancestral and spiritual traditions and lineages are the foundation of Joelle's practice and offering, as she taps into ancient wisdom to take you back home in your body temple. That's where your magic lies, and that's where you will remember your true essence, so that you can truly embody your light right here and right now and be all that you are. Welcome, Joelle. Welcome. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me, Amit. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Joelle. It's a blessing to have you with us, and I'm excited to be learning from you today. <laughs> and I'm excited to be learning from you as well. Mm, thank you. It's going to be an exchange, a beautiful exchange of energy. Absolutely, yes. And now since my podcast is called Sacred Feminine Power, I always like to start this exchange with my guests by asking them, what does Sacred Feminine Power mean to you personally? Um, okay, personally to me, Sacred Feminine Power is actually the, it's just an expression, the sacred divine expression of who you are. So it is sacred because we are Okay, we are an embodiment of pure love energy. We are an embodiment of uh, people say, message source, other people call it God or the all that is, but the essence of that all that is, is love, right? Not how I love you, love you, but love in its purest essence. And we are love made flesh. So that's why we are sacred because we are the physical embodiment of source here on earth. So to me, that's where the sacredness comes from. And um, feminine, sorry. Go on. Yeah, sorry. And um, feminine, it's because um, I believe that right now in expressing who we are, we are called to really, to really channel that feminine power. And I would like to stress that it is not a woman thing. That feminine power is present in all of us because it's um, just a different expression of source energy, right? You have the feminine and the masculine, and it's sacred feminine power right now because we are invited to channel it more so that we can so that we can balance our collective and our individual selves. Because when we think about history, all the programming, the, that feminine, that side, that one side of source energy has been pushed down and it is rising right now because we're invited we are called to really bring it back up so that we could be wholesome beings not just on the masculine side because source is not just masculine and we are embodiment of source source is masculine and feminine and therefore that rising yeah that rising is coming forth so that we can go back to being wholesome beings you can only fully express yourself when you're whole you, when you're whole and you just allow that wholesomeness to come to come through right mm. and uh, and the other part the last bit power 
Well, like I said, we are an embodiment of pure love energy on earth and love is the ultimate power in our universe and in all universes. So it's the most potent energy. It's, 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 it's beyond, it's above everything else. So that's where our power comes from because it, it is us, it's our essence. To me, therefore, to me, that's what um, sacred feminine power means. Just an expression of your sacredness, of your, of that, that love energy of, of that, how could I say that? Of that powerful energy that we are embodying right now. Mm. So that's how I define it. So it was too long. (laughs) Not at all. No, that was beautiful, um, Joelle. And um, I really love how you emphasize um, love as that foundational energy of us all and how that sacred uh, that love is is pure and sacred so i, I love your emphasis Def- on that definitely because i think sometimes we get confused because when again when when we say it's love you're not we get confused because we are thinking about human love as in those are feelings right but Love is actually not that kind of love. Divine love is an essence. It's not just a feeling. That could be an expression of that love, but in its, I would like to say, natural state, it's an essence. It's what God is made of. That's what it it is meant when it says God is love. It's that pure divine essence. And it is the foundation of everything, like you said, because, for example, in my culture, we say God here or source, but in my culture, we don't give God a name because naming it, it's when you name something, you're singling it out, right? But how can you single out something that is everything? It is, we call it, we don't call it God. We say it is the all that is because it is everything and there is nothing outside of it, right? And therefore, because it is everything and because that everything in its essence is love. So love is everything. And like you said, it's the foundation of everything. Mm, beautiful. I love that. All that is. Now, Joelle, would yeah. you please share one challenge that you've faced in your life that really helped you to activate this sense of sacred feminine power within you and on your life's path? Sure. Um, I will talk about, okay, just raising my child because um, when, first of all, I, I, it wasn't a planned pregnancy. It's, but then again, um, in African culture, kids are blessing a pregnancy. is always a blessing whether it was planned or not. But in a nutshell, okay, I was happy to have to, to, to give birth. But then again, I mean, being here, I was wondering how am I going to raise my child, you know? I I used to be in a corporate world and I didn't want to go back there. And um, I had been growing very stressed, frustrated because whatever I had been doing so far wasn't, was leaving me hungry for more. I wasn't fulfilled. I was just like, you know, when there's this hole, you don't know how to fill it up. You're just looking for something, but you don't know what it is. It's like, you're looking for yourself. And, um, so watching my child, you know, kids are so happy. They're so full of life, you know. And I was just, I was just wondering how, when last did I feel that way? When last did I really, was I really in love with my own life? How could I get to that state? And how could I actually be able to make a life, to, to make a living out of it, you know? Um, because uh, although I was dancing, I was, uh, I grew up dancing, but I stopped dancing when I moved to Europe. 
And then I, it just hit me that, yay, you've last felt that way when you were as a dancer. So why not get back into it and um, do it professionally, right? And I was so scared because, like I said, being an artist can be a struggle, you know, and particularly when you're a single mother raising a child. But, I mean, I meditated on it and the feeling was so was so over, positively overwhelming, you know, it felt like, okay, like your guides, your, your ancestors were like giving you a little kick in the back, like, go for it, go for it, just try, go for it, you know, surrender, go for it. And I was like, fine, I'm just going to go for it. Let me try. I mean, in a worst case scenario, <laughs> I've got my degree. I can always go back to work. Right. And then I tried and that was three years ago and uh, things, everything happened so fast. I've, oh, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Basically, in a nutshell, I'm not able to raise my son being a full-time, a paid full-time choreographer. And I work with a city. Uh, I just uh, I just got funded for another project. I'm also blessed to work with people like Rebecca Campbell. Uh, I, I, I've been booked for a few retreats this summer. Even before that, the way it, it, it unfolded, everything unfolded, it's like literally the universe is like saying, okay, here, you decided to follow, to follow your light, to listen to your soul. Here, here it is. It's going to be hard, but you've got this. You've got this. Just look out for the signs. Just keep listening. You're going to be okay. And definitely sometimes at night, I'll be wondering, oh, how am I going to pay the bill? How am I going to pay rent? And then, I don't know, with that faith burning inside of you, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. You just know you're going to be okay. And you just follow your nudges. You just honor them. You're just like, okay, I feel like doing this. Let me do that. You're guided. You have those inspired actions, inspired as in spirit actions. You're like, okay, let me contact this person. Let me send a proposal to this person, to this organization. And with before you, before I even knew it, People started calling me, organizations started calling, calling me, uh, the city, the council started calling me and uh, Rebecca Campbell, I met her. She was like, okay, I would love to have your content on my side for my membership. It's just, it's just so overwhelming. It's just so beautiful. I'm just so grateful because I went from wondering how I'm going to raise my child and making such a bold decision as in, okay, I'm going to be a professional dancer. I don't know how it's going to work, but let me try it because it's feeling so aligned with myself. And right now, every day I wake up, I'm so grateful. Then I'm definitely, I'm actually able to feed my son, clothe him, take him to trips because I decided it's all about a choice, making a choice. I chose to just follow my light and listen to my soul. But trust me, it's definitely not easy. I have challenges, but I don't have to try to fill that hole anymore. Even with those challenges, even with the difficulties, you feel you feel whole, you feel fulfilled. You feel, okay, I'm good. We are good. We are okay. You know, today's hard, but tomorrow's a better day. It's a better day. So that's mm -hmm. what I learned, that following your bliss, listening to yourself, you, you're always, always going to be taken care of. Mm, that is so super inspiring, Joel. Thank you for for sharing that. And I can totally understand how how scary it can be a single mom and have to surrender to that knowing. Keep keep on surrendering and trusting that you will be provided when you listen to your soul and you listen to that intuition and your ancestors. Um, I would love to hear a little bit more about your relationship with your ancestors, knowing that you come from a culture where 
ancestors play a really, really important role. And this is just yes. purely a part of the, the society that you, you were born into. Could you speak a little bit more into that? Sure. Um, okay, so my father, it's okay, my father, he was the um the traditional wisdom keeper in 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 my in also in my community, in our village. What it means is that he was in charge of making sure that our rituals, our beliefs, our traditions are kept, maintained, and passed on to the next generation so that they are not lost, you know. And um, the foundation of those traditions and rituals is that, okay, you have two worlds, yes? You have the seen, this physical reality that we see, that's the seen world. And there is also the unseen world. But one thing that you must understand is that, okay, the, the seen world is the, the living beings, the living, the humans, right? And the unseen, uh, the unseen world is the world of the ancestors, Okay. But the unseen world is the source of the seen world. Basically, your beingness starts in the unseen. It's not just your ancestors. It's also your guides, right? And your source, the essence of who you are resides there. And it's looked after there by your ancestors. And those worlds, they they are not supposed to be separated. They are supposed to be living side by side. And um, it's not a matter of you contacting or communicating with your ancestors only, for example, when you're meditating, they are part of your life that you should you should have a constant connection with them because their goal, their job is to guide you. You're on a journey. You're here to explore, to really rem- to explore your your god to, to explore your godliness here in this dimension and your ancestors are here to guide you to help you remember therefore it is it is beneficial to you to make sure that that connection is nurtured right and the way we do that is that usually back home we'll have um rituals around the fire you have uh, of course you have your storytelling but then we also have the the dancing the movement, it's more its more of a movement because when I say dancing, people sometimes are intimidated. They will say, I don't know how to dance. But what it is, it's actually movement. And we all know how to dance because dancing, it's your body moving. And your body moving, it's a, nat- it's, um, it's a natural way for your body to express itself. So what we will do is that we will use those movements and rituals to really, so that you can raise your frequency, so that you can, Allow yourself to step out of the of the seen world and really go back home to the unseen world, you know, and just download all that is needed for you to continue your journey here on earth and connect with your ancestors, get all those, those healing vibes, those healing energies, but also that wisdom, you know. And uh, yeah, so therefore it's very it's very it's very important to have that connection and it's very important to be to talk listen to your ancestors it's not it's a, it's it's not a, you don't have there's no there's no recipe you don't have instructions those are natural processes you don't of course because of who my father was let's say i may have had access to i could say little tricks little tips or whatever but it's a natural process because we don't come here 
We are not dumped on earth and abandoned like orphans. We are definitely not. We are never, ever alone. We always have backup. You always have your ancestors, or you may you, you may also say your guides with you. And therefore, it is, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be through ritual, through movement. It is, but it is very important for all of us to nurture that relationship with this in, with that unseen world, anywhere you any way it fits you, any way it works for you. It could be through drawings, it could be through singing or painting, but just know that you are never alone on this journey and that you have your backup. You have your ancestors here with you. And it's not a magical thing. You could just take a minute to sit and just allow yourself, even if you don't understand what you're doing, just be an open vessel. Even if you don't understand what is happening, just be an open vessel and you're going to remember, you're going to start understanding because that is actually our natural way of being. And uh, this, you are talking about new earth. We are actually called back to our essence, to, to this more wholesome way of being, this more natural way of being, you know, living with a direct connection with the unseen world, not just separated isolated in this world, physical world, not at all. So definitely, yes, if you can nurture that relationship with your ancestors, any way that you see that fits you, any way that works for you, and trust me, you'll never, you'll never regret it. You always know that, okay, I've got my, my team with me. I'm, I've got my backup. I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And I love how, how effortlessly you talk about this and how, how, um, I can feel how embodied this this work is within you and, and this connection with your ancestors is just very flowing and fluid and authentic. So thank you for sharing about that. Sure, now, sure. Joelle, I would love to hear a little bit more about your work with dance. What, what does that mean? How, how, how do you work with people using your 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 choreography and using your dance? <clears throat> and how, how does that look? Okay, so, um, okay, what it is about embodiment, right? Um, they call me embodiment teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, I don't, even me personally, I don't really know what to call myself because I just know what I do. But yes, let's say that the ladies, the queens coming to the sessions, they call me an embodiment teacher. And, um, Embodiment is about giving body to something, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when you think about it, okay, obviously we are in this human, in this bio, biology, right? We are flesh right now, but in our essence, we are light. And light is the physical manifestation of love, of source, okay? Now, this body is a vessel, meaning that your light dwells. It's not just a vessel, it's your temple, because that's where your light dwells okay your light is within now as an embodiment teacher what i do is that um the same way we used to do back home i use rituals and movements for to help you step out of your physical realm your physical domain and actually drop back into your body as if you go back into your temple we use movement we use thing we use rituals that you can really drop back into your 
your your your your temple into your body because that's where your essence lies that's where your light is and why do you want to do that so that you can you can actually get to feel what you are talking about because we are talking about the divine feminine she's rising ra, 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 ra. but it's not just talking it's beautiful to talk about it but above anything else you have to feel it so that you can actually be it because that is why we are here to express our divinity, that divine feminine. We are the divine feminine. You are the divine feminine. Your listeners are the divine feminine, men and women, right? And therefore you need to, you really, you're called to, to really express it, to be it, to embody, to give body to that light within you, to give body to that light that you are. And, um, Basically, as an embodiment teacher, that's what that that's what I do. That's my purpose to actually help you go back home, so that you can be all that you are. Because ultimately, that again, that's why we are. So we are here to play with our godliness. We are here to play with the goddess side of us. We are also definitely here to enjoy this human journey. But above else, we are. God having a human experience. So you are called and invited to embody your godliness and let it shine. And with embodiment, with movements, with rituals, you go back home to do just that, to just to really feel it and allow it to, 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 to have body and to be present in your everyday life, not just when you're meditating or when you're doing some other spiritual practices, but to actually be part of your life. You know, and basically that's that's the, the the role and the goal of my dancing, my rituals, my movement, and all that to just take you back home and help you remember. Actually, because I mean, I'm just I would like to say I'm just like um, maybe a messenger. Ultimately, you're doing the work because ultimately it's your temple, it's your light. You know who you are. I'm just kind of giving a little bit of help, help remembering exactly who you are and how to bring all of yourself here right now, not when kingdom comes, but right now. This is new earth, right? We are talking about new earth. We are the leaders. We are the architects. We are the builders, you know, and for you to build that new world, we actually, you have to be all that you are. You have to remember your powers, your gifts, and just share them and use them so that we can build a world truly after, is it, do, do, do we say after our image or at, uh, in English? Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> truly, whether that is truly a reflection. Oh, that's what I mean to say. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And I, I really love your emphasis again on the playfulness and the joy and really bringing that out because so many of us, especially in today's world, lead lives where joy doesn't really come into it that much where we are so focused either on surviving and making ends meet or pushing forward in our careers that we kind of forget yes. that we are meant to enjoy our experience in in on this planet and I, I love how that is so connected then of course to to your son as well and the joy that you've experience in him and observed in him as well so that's beautiful joel thank you for that yeah thank you but i would like to stress though that 
it doesn't mean that, I mean, when you're embodying your light, it doesn't mean that your life is going to be perfect, right? Mm-hmm. But the difference that even in the, even during those challenges, you're still going to, to experience sorrow, pain, sadness, heartbreaks and all that. But even during those dark moments, you will always, always, always know that first of all, you're not alone. You got this. And the sun, you will always see the light somewhere. The light is always there, right? And because the light is there, you're not scared of the shadow. Because that those shadows, they cannot overtake you, right? Because you are that powerful, because you, you know the light that you are. You got shadow, you got pain, you got sorrow. Fine. It is still part of the human journey. Let me acknowledge that. Let me feel that. But it is not to, to, to roll me. It's not going to overwhelm me because I'm so much more than that. So let me see it for what it is. Let me acknowledge that shadow. But I'm still light. And light, like I said, is above everything else. Always, mm-hmm. always. Even during your dark night, always the sun that you are, the light that you are, is still going to be there. It doesn't take away, it doesn't take away anything from you. On the contrary, those those shadows, those dark moments going to help you expand. You learn more about yourself and therefore you'll be able to expand even more. And you look at you look back and say, okay, it was shitty, excuse me to use the term. It was hard, it was painful. But then look how far I've come and look what I've learned from it. You know, mm-hmm. so. Absolutely. And, and it's not grossy, grossy, but it's worth it. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And being able to integrate the shadow and work with and in the shadow is so very crucial for our healing as well. So you're really hitting the nail on the head with that one. Now, Joel, if, if our listeners wanted to find out more about you or wanted to find more about your work, where would they find that information? Oh, um, I'm very, I'm not very, I'm active on Instagram on the Joel Bantu. And uh, there you have links, you have a lot of free content, you have links to um, any sessions I may be holding, to uh, links to some videos as well. And I just set up um, a Facebook group called HERE, and it stands for His or Her Essentiality Reclaimed on Earth. It's all about, like I said, embodying all that you are and really taking your crown and wearing it. So you're just reclaiming your spiritual identity. You're reclaiming all that you are. So it's a Facebook group open to men and women. I I think I opened it like two weeks ago. And um, yes, on it as well, you'll have uh, practices, free content and uh, all that. But definitely, sorry, Instagram is is the easiest way to find me. Okay, beautiful, wonderful. And I understand that you also have a gift for our listener. Yes, um, mm -hmm. it is a a womb activation practice. And the goal of this practice, it's um, really to help you going back home. Um, You're going to use the the movements will just take you back home into your body temple and uh, you'll get to feel your light and really, 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 Ah, hopefully remember all that you are. And um, when you watch the video, uh, don't be alarmed because I have tribal marks, right? right? Tri- tribal marks. 
because mm-hmm. I'm not just the daughter of a uh, of tradition uh, traditional wisdom keeper. I'm um, actually my lineage is one of shamans, mm-hmm. and uh, what we, uh, and in as part of our legend, we use tribal marks to really express our the union between the unseen and the seen. To really, there are like circles that I have drawn all over my body, and the circle express the unity of the being, because as a shaman, you're the bridge between the unseen and the seen world. They come together, you know, and you express that unity. And if you notice that the circles are not perfect because it's um, there's no perfection, you know, because your perfection actually lies in your imperfection. So basically in a nutshell, in the videos, you'll see me with the drawn circles all over my body. So it's only because those are tribal marks that um, the shamans in my lineage usually wear. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, and because we go through rituals to really channel the, the whoever is doing it will be invited to, to, to really channel your ancestors, your guides, to really channel all those people working with you and your core self, your, your soul's self, your, your, your higher self, if you wish. So we're going to use those rituals to really channel channel that side of you that unseen into the practice and just you know feel all that magic and just express it let it out let it shine mm. <laughs> that's the goal of practice and um also on a side note tribal marks or alpha they're popular in africa they're actually everywhere and you can have your own tribal marks as long as the, it has the deep meaning for you so when you watch the practice if you feel cold definitely have your own you know, if you feel, if you have a vision or, or of a mark or something, definitely go ahead and do that. It's not an African thing. You know, mm-hmm. everybody can do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's beautiful. And then to take that a notch um, deeper as well, consider using your, your sacred healing menstrual blood to draw those marks on your body as well, if you are a woman indeed. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. definitely. Whatever you feel called, don't, we tend to judge because particularly when something doesn't make sense, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah. um, just allow it, you know, just allow it, try, see where it takes you, try to honor whatever you're feeling. It's very difficult not to judge, but let's try not to judge and just be open to trying whatever comes true. Absolutely. And that is when you really start to embody that light within that you have been sharing about as well. So thank you for that. Definitely. Yeah. Now, Joelle, you have shared so much with us, so much wisdom and this this authentic knowing that you have deep within you. So very grateful for, for everything that you've shared and, and your beautiful energy and your beautiful presence as well. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure. You know, we are here to share what we are learning to share our experiences because uh, we just get, we enrich, we are enriching each other with it. So it's a pleasure. Mm. It was a pleasure being here. Thanks for invitation again. Thank you so much, Joel. Now, everybody, just for a moment, let's focus our intention on this beautiful, inspiring energy that's been activated. And imagine sending this energy to everyone and everything mm. everywhere on our planet. To remember that we are all truly one. And 
remember that the more of us have the courage to step into our sacred feminine power, to really connect with that light within, the more quickly our planet will also shift and ascend. Thank you so much for being here. Yes.